Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab a mat and we'll get started. I have an immunity-boosting flow in mind today. Anybody rocking around with that? Everybody rocking around with that? We're going to start in child's pose. And the basics of this is we're going to just move everything and get things uh, kind of working through the body in the way that it's supposed to. Um, but typically in immune classes, we're going to work with twists, we're going to work with side bends, we're going to have some time for an inversion. Most importantly, we're going to work on bringing really good breathing practices into our body. Taking in what you need, letting out what you don't. Your body is really good at keeping itself healthy when you're taking care of it. You start with the most basic thing, most important. You had to pick a second and be hydration. So anytime you need a water break, take that. Next inhale, come on up to hands and knees. We're gonna roll through some cats and cows. Forward and back like the usual. And we'll side to side. And I'm not going to be picky about how you do this. Sometimes I am. Because I'm just like a bee. But today, not so much. Today, it is move. And back at center, walk your hands a little forward. Tuck your toes. We're going to take cat pose, moving back, hips toward the heels. I want to take cow pose, keep the toes tucked under, but moving forward toward up dog. And then keep the heels tucked round back. Keep the toes tucked round, rock forward, arch. Then back at center. And then a circle of your rib cage. So rotation, circumduction. The rib cage turning circles. Nobody's watching. Everybody's looking at the ground because you keep the back of your neck long. So, uh, if you do need to see someone being embarrassing, you can totally look at the screen and see what I'm doing. Uh, but it is basically the cabbage patch for those of you who made it through the early 90s. Back to center. Pause and feel your body after that degree of movement. Turn the tops of your feet to the mat and then Toenail taps, just like super lightly, like you're trying to, like, like it's an old time sound studio to try to create like light rain. No thunderstorm. Pause, tops of your feet to the mat, just let it sink in. Press your palms down, press tops of the feet down. Next inhale, come up to down dog. And you have a little heel bounce here. So uh, just, just kind of shake it off. Just a little like, just, just like you were really, like warming up for a basketball game or something. You're just like bouncing your heels. I'm gonna say warming up for like uh, a boxing match, but I think that's inappropriate for for what we're doing here. But, after a few of those, pause. Just drop the heels down. The body a real still the arms take over here, press your hands down and forward, 
really echoes of that movement in your legs. Big breath in and open your mouth, let it go. Look forward to your hands, walk forward, top of the mat, breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward, or walk your feet about shoulder distance apart. Arms around the legs for this one, just hug in. Big breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. And you release the hands. Press your feet down, roll up to standing. I'm going to take a shoulder shrug here. Feet are still at shoulder distance. That shoulder shrug, arms to the sides. Now elevate your heels so that you're on the balls of the feet. It doesn't have to be high. These are like just like sensible shoes, not Jimmy Choo. This is like just sensible shoes. And then you're going to heel bounce here. So just a little vibrational work through the body. Uh, you can pay a lot of money for a vibrational plate, or you could just do this. And just going to let things shake up a little bit. Then back to stillness, press your heels down into land and feel the echoes of that vibration in your body. Similar work for the arms. You're going to start with a little shake of the hands. Get the, the whole arm involved, like noodle arms. And slowly, just let that come to stillness. Reach down through your fingertips. Lift up through the back of your head, the tips of your ears. Feel the echoes of the movement in your arms. One more weird yoga thing that we're going to do. Uh, it's going to shasana, the washing machine. Take your arms and, and really like, focus the arms like they're, uh, they're creating a the hula hoop around you. Arms are not going to do so much of the work. You're going to turn your chest into this rotation. Right? And uh, so you could get the arms to move around you by moving from the shoulder joint. It'll look like this. Or you can turn from the rotational muscles of your core. Choose that one for now. Right? Like we just did the arm shaking thing. Now do the uh, rotational core. Add in your hips so that you get a little pivot side to side. So Ganeshasana uh, named for the, uh, the elephant trunk kind of sensation here. So once you've got the hips and the ribs moving and they're not going to move perfectly in time. You're going to see that like hips move, then rib cage moves, and then like get a little heel off the floor action with this. Then allow the arms to add one more layer to that. So we've moved from straight up abdominal work to hips and legs moving into it, to feet getting into it, so lower legs and then adding the arms on. Now you're gonna take the arms out of it. So the arms go back to making that big circle around you. Now take the heels and press them down and it's just the hips and the torso. Then take the hips out of it. You're back to this little tick top of the rib cage and then bring that slowly back to center until you're still again. And pause, close your eyes. Feel your body.
breath in through your nose, open your mouth and let it out. We'll walk feet together, hands together, samastiti. Take a moment, clear everything but your intention for being here. Can't promise there won't be any more weird stuff on the way, but right now we're going to work into some some usual yoga weird salutations. Get a focus with your breathing and inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Then exhale, you're going to bend at your knees, fold at your hips, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push-up. Breathe out, tighten through your body, lengthen. Breathe in, upward facing dog, hands down. The tips of your ears up, so the neck is long. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift half with hopping is an option. Go forward and breathe out. Bow forward. It's going to be a little more of that vibrational work. If it's not for you, it's not for you. Press your feet down. Inhale, reach up. Mountain pose, get long. Accentuate the reach. Exhale, fold. Breathe in and lift halfway. Flat back. Plant your hands. High or low push-up, tighten your body and lengthen it. So just like mountain pose here, really lengthen. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good. Breathe out, down dog. Bend to the knees, pull the heels up, and hop if that's appropriate. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, navel center pulls in to draw you down to your legs as much as you go. And press your feet down one more round, reach up, mountain pose, squeeze your legs, lift your heart, reach. Exhale, oh, super. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, length. Heart forward. There's a little pull of hands back as you do that. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Bend your knees, lift your heels. Walk or hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Spread your toes out, soften your jaw. And exhale, bow. Set your hips back, draw your abdominals in, Ukatasana, chair pose, squeeze the arms inward, exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance. When you exhale, right foot back, fingertips stay down but light. Breathe in, reach up and really reach from your back heel through your fingers. When you exhale, hands to your heart. Keep your chest light, hands down. Left leg up and back on your inhale. Exhale, fold the knee back into the chest. Rock forward far as you can. Step, breathe in and reach up. Back heel, 
Ring fingertip. And hands down up front. Step up. Feet together. Neaten everything into a halfway lift. Lengthen. And exhale. Fold. Sit your hips back. Abdominals in. Heart high. Bend the arms. You can press the palms if you like. Squeeze the arms in. Exhale. Bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Walk your feet hip distance. Fingertips. Step back. Then inhale. Take full time for each of these things. Exhale is the bow. Hands down. Then inhale is the lift the leg and then reach. Reach big toe to the ceiling. Bend the knee. Take all the exhale. Back forward. Plant. Then take the full inhale to reach up. Hands to heart. Chest stays light as you come forward. Then with your inhale, up higher. Inhale, bring your hands to your shins and lengthen abdominals up and in. Dome up and good. Exhale, bow forward. There's a noticeable increase in buoyancy uh, when the abdominals come in. They look great. Sit your hips back. Ukatasana. Good. Exhale. Fold. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Walk your feet hip distance. Step your right foot back. Same idea. Press your feet down. Breathe in and reach up. This time, hands to heart center. We're going to rotate chest toward the left. Right elbow over the knee. And then inhale. Back to center, steady in and reach. Hands to heart, to the mat. Left leg up and back, breathe in. Bend the knee into your chest. Big step. Reach up with your exhale. Hands to heart, twist upright. Then inhale. Right arm up, left arm down. You're going to be reaching through both sets of fingertips. So the backhand's not going to touch anything. It's going to reach down. Look to the front of the mat. Hands down and step up. Feet together. You're all the time you need. A full breath in here to get the half lift going. And then exhale. Fold. Sit your hips back. Ukitasana. Chair pose, abdominals in, heart up, reach through the arms. Right. And hands to heart bow. Right. Be sure you're not flinging your arms in the air and mistaking that for an ukatasana. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance. Step your left foot back, your fingertips until the end of your exhale. With your inhale, you reach up. Real precise. Hands together. To heart center as you exhale, press the palms, hover the left elbow over the right knee, heart up, heart high. Then inhale, reach back up. You're in control of this. Hands to heart, same thing. So slow, hands to the mouth, and right leg up and back. Then bend the knee, bring it into your chest. Step. Press into your feet, right? And then you're taking your time. Abdominals and chest stacks. 
Then the arms up overhead, palms compressed. Upright twist. Reach forward and back. Right. Then inhale, left arm's going up, right hand's reaching down like you're trying to plant the fingers. Cargo that back up, look to the front of the mat. Fingertips down, chest high as you step the back foot in. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold down in. All right, focus here on the Ukatasana. Hips back first, abs in, chest up, then arms. Press the palms together, squeeze the arms in. All right, just make that a little more focused. Hands to heart, we're gonna twist. Left elbow over right knee. Then back at center, keep pressing the palms. Chest, then arms reach. Hands to heart. Twist, right elbow up, right above the left knee. Back to center, first chest rotates. And then the arms reach, and then bow forward. So that arm reaching thing, you can really stop the momentum if you work with that hands together option. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push up. Because for a lot of us, it's like those circles at the beginning. The arms will just kind of pull you along if you let them. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. And they do that by momentum, not by arm strength. I mean, that'd be great if you get an arm workout from it. That's not what happens. Step your right foot forward. Warrior one, reach up. When you breathe out, bring your right arm down. Right hand to the hip and elbow back. Breathe in, lift up and back to the left side. Breathe out. Left hand down to the mat. Step back, side plank. Breathe out. Breathe in, side bend, reach top arm for the front wall. Yeah, it was totally nasty, it was. Roll tricep down though. And then look to your mat, down dog or low push up. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Pause here for breath and just feel your body. It just did some different things. Press evenly through both hands, lengthen through both arms and your hip crease up and back. Left foot forward, back foot flat. Reach up to warrior one. And then again, this is like where you press the palms. And then exhale, left hand down. Left arm works like camel in this, the elbow points back. And up and back to the right side. When you exhale, first come upright. Hand down, step back, side plank. It helps if you're not hurtling through it. Inhale, reach through to your front wall. Turn the tricep down. Elongate the left side. Left hand to the mat, down dog, or low push up. Upward facing dog, take your time with it. Press your hands down, back to down dog. Breath in, open your mouth and let it go. Inhale forward to a high plank. Exhale, lower slowly all the way to the floor. And take your arms at your sides. Squeeze your legs, reach back through your toes, squeeze your arms, reach back through your fingers. Come up for locust, we're gonna stay here for three breaths. 
and let the breath move your body. So there's a little rocking action. And unless you just had a breakfast burrito or something, then don't do this. But otherwise, a little rocking action. And we'll release down slow with an exhale. And turn your cheek to one side. Breath in. Breath out. From here, with the head down, bend your knees. Reach your hands back and... And is it easy enough on your shoulders, low back, knees to hold your feet? If it's easy enough, you got what's called easy bow, right? Then firm your glutes and hamstrings, kick the feet into the hands, let it bring you up into full bow. If this is undesirable for your shoulders, your knees, your low back, go back to locust. We're just same thing though. We're going to breathe for three. Two, just a little rocking, massage for the abdominals. So release down, hands to your back, press up, hands and knees, press back, down dog, hands down and forward, hips up and back, breathe into the full circumference of your body, open your mouth, empty, feel that full circumference of the body, hug it in, look through your hands, Walk across a seated, grab a block if you got one, something like a block. If you don't, imaginary block if you don't have anything at all. Walk between your knees, coming up for bridge. I'm just going to adjust your feet with this so that you can hold the block, but your shin bones stay vertical so that you're not um, kind of having to pinch in or that the block's not forcing your knees outward, but your feet are lined up right underneath your knees. Press down through your arm. Then press down through your right arm more. Walk your left shoulder blade as far under the back as it goes. Then press down through your left arm more. Walk your right shoulder blade as far under the back as it goes. Then hands can join if you like. But if you want more work, don't join the hands. Press your feet down. Lift your feet up. Arm on down and back. This is working really good. Uh, try some back muscles. We don't know get don't get to uh, if you unbind your hands. If you don't, then the uh, that that shoring up that you get that action, which is good for the back bend, uh, takes away some of this work. Press down into the floor and then slowly release. All the way down, supta baddha konasana, soles of feet together, knees out to the sides and breathe. So there are reasons to bind and there are reasons not to bind. Um, and you have all got to a point in your practice where you can make some choices. One thing about those arms behind poses though, is that that, that action is just so good and so healthy for our posture that um, for most of us, we get a little more out of a practice where we don't bind. Or where you, you do a nice ratio of, I should say that, that's really like the best. Oh, balance, who would have thought? Okay. Bring the block between your knees again, this time for belly twisting pose from side to side. Get a nice rhythm going for you. The rhythm will include an inhale to the side, and then the exhale, 
press your arm bones down and just pull the legs back to center. So inhale, we'll slow release the side or maybe you just go to the side because you want to like get it done. But really work the exhale here. Press and shoulder blades down. Using the abdominal, get all the breath out. Inhale, other side. One more round through. Make it back to center. Release the back. Walk your feet mat distance apart. Go a little side to side windshield wipers. Like, don't lose the block too much. So we're going to use it again in just a moment. Take the knees over to the right, right heel over left thigh if you like that sort of thing both arms can reach back if you like that sort of thing i like and your body is feeling like this is doing it some good and then all your joint spaces are happy so if the knee is not happy ain't nobody happy but looking for stretch in the muscular body but space and ease in the articulating body. Undo it, come back to center, let everything ease up. And just note when you come back to center, like that you really feel centered for most of us, that'll require moving our hips back to the center line. And knees over to the other side. Again, if you like that heel across, do that. And it won't necessarily feel like the other side, you might need a, a different setup here. Right? So maybe what didn't irritate the left sacroiliac joint does irritate the right, then change it up. Don't irritate the right. And extrapolate that to knees, ankles, shoulders, whatever it is. One more breath, the best for this side. And come back into the center line. Pause and get your hips back to the level. So block. Block underneath the hips for Vipara to Karani. It could be the one block on its face, the big side, underneath the sacrum. And the most obvious kind of way to, to prop up the sacrum, most level. Right. Legs up in the air. You could also go to the edge side. Better than the edge side would be if you've got two blocks, go with both of them stacked one on top of the other, but still give yourself that, that face of the block. If you're getting up a little higher right, on the edge, okay, there's a couple more things you do. If you've got a block stacked, you could take that top one, turn it up into its edge so that you've got an upside down T. Now the hips are really high, right? If you like that, you like it. If you don't, like if your sacrum and the hip area, low back says no, it's a no, it's just a no. Wherever you are with it, do that same thing we did in bridge. Walk the arms toward one another underneath you. Eventually your hands might find the block, 
that's great. Uh, you could hold the block. And uh, that's pretty helpful if you've got one on top of the other, make them steady. But keep walking the shoulders in towards the center of your back. So you've got that bridge quality from shoulder to shoulder. Right, there's the bridge of bridge. There's the, uh, the bridge from left to right shoulder, or right to left shoulder across the collarbones. And you got a nice back bend depending on how high you're elevated. That's more or less a back bend than this. Inversion quality for the legs. If you don't have any block, nothing to do with that, just legs up, feet up, the ankle strain, body get turned upside down a little different way so that the lymphatic system, the immune system, that whole circulatory system action that keeps us healthy. It's a little more ease bringing stuff back from the feet and legs. Breath in and breath out here. Deep, big, slow breaths. Then if you like this, if this is relaxing for you, you really enjoy this and you can close your eyes and feel good and safe and at home, stay. Yeah. This is anything other than total bliss and relaxation for you. Bend your knees, feet to the floor, and then lift your hips and slowly slide the blocks out. And like, and like it can be good, but not like totally relaxing and blissed out. And like you still want to come to Shavasana. That, that's perfect. It, it doesn't need to be hard or egregious in any way for you to still want to come to Shavasana. But some of us like that feet in the air feeling more than others. So you do you. Whatever allows you to rest, do that. And be here together in quiet. each of us unified in our own experience and all of us across the globe unified in this bigger experience. A shared taking care of ourselves. It's as much you taking care of you as you taking care of these others and these others taking care of you when we meet for practice. Humans are united in common cause. Things get better. ready to move. If you're ready to move now, we'll go ahead and start with your fingers and your toes. If you'd like to stay, soak up this relaxation, do. Great. 
as you are ready to come up, go slow, roll to comfortable side, make your way to seated. Have a moment. Feel your breath. Bring our hands together at heart center, the thumbs at sternum. Go deep, feel your heart beating. So you've got breath, heartbeat, circulatory system doing its job. And bring thumbs to forehead center. Pause a moment to feel the presence of one another. We may not know each other's names. We're certainly not close physically. There's a shared experience that we have that brings us close in other ways. I'm grateful for it. Thank you for being here. Namaste. Super. Have an excellent day. Drink a lot of water, especially if you drink something else. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.